Little Death to Us recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And today we are recapping Married at First Sight, season 13, episode six. six. Out of the comfort zone and into the sea. And before we get into it, um, just a few reminders. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. Please give us a like, but also a written review is so friggin' helpful. Um, and we are also on Spotify now. So if you want to go and hit follow on there as well, like every new subscriber on any platform and then written review like bumps us up so that we can be found a lot more easily and um, get more listeners and people participating with us. So thank you so much for that in advance. And now let's get into it. Let's go. Where are we starting? Who are we starting with? I think we should start with Jose and Rachel. Jose and Rachel. First image we get is Jose attacking her with kisses and (laughs) noises in bed already. The cringe level is reaching a 10 in the first 30 seconds of this episode. (laughs) I know. Um, So, I mean, he announces that he planned this bike ride for them. We find out she doesn't really know how to ride a bike. But clearly she has the bones of the thing because yeah. she found it faster yeah. than I expected her to. But um, so we have that conversation. But like Rachel is ready with her serious questions on this honeymoon. And she pulls them out when you least expect it. But I kind of love it because she's always kind of trying to bring them back down to earth. Like he is so much more prone to being just like me, 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 everything's perfect. And she's like. I love this, and yes, but also, hold on a second, and goes back to the, you know. So she asks the question, like, what are things that you want to do before we have kids? I thought the timing of the conversation was interesting. I mean, yeah, it was a little abrupt. Yeah. But you almost, I don't know. I don't blame her. I feel like she's, she's came into this with, like, you know, she's been through so much that she's like, okay, what are all my questions? And like, what are all my red flags? And like, I am not going to get caught up in the moment and I am going to make sure that we get to the substance so that I don't get screwed over again, you know? Yeah. He needs to, you know, she talks about how important vacations are. She goes on a little mini trip once a month and then a big trip once every two years. And she talks about her dream is to go to Switzerland and that's the next big trip. And he's like, we can go to Vegas. And he needs to just loosen up a little bit with this. Trips are important. We get it. You know, your whole theme is is financial freedom and I've all this accomplishments, but just relax and give in give a little bit here yeah well i'm like aren't you the perfect person to be able to facilitate this trip then if you have zero debts and a perfect credit score and you're a pro planner like great you can help rachel take this trip not on a credit card like she would have done before she met you (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i'm like gosh she tells you her one big bucket list trip dream that's like the main thing she's visualizing now and you're falling in love and you basically shit on it right away. Yeah. I'm like, even if you don't mean it, just dream with her for a second. Like, give her a second. Be like, ooh, that sounds great. But I mean, again, I guess this speaks to how his brain works. Yeah. Which could pose itself an issue in regular life. Yep. Um, That's the first thing he goes to. Yeah. Rather than allowing himself to have some fun and like dream this dream with her, you know? Um, but they went on the bike ride and I was personally very impressed by Rachel's willingness. I feel very impressed by the way that women, the women of the cast have, are stepping up this, most of them, most of most them, of them, most of them, most of them. Here's um, looking at you, Merla, <laughs> Mirla. Right, right, right. But I am noticing that I feel like the women so far have been the ones to push themselves a little further with things that maybe they're not as comfortable with and really like surrender to this whole like idea of, yes, we're different and I want to put myself out there and be open to new experiences for my partner and for the sake of the relationship. Um, 
And I thought this was cool that she did this with the bike ride. And Jose was cute. He wanted to help her out. Yeah. I yeah. was thinking these bikes need brakes. I can't do the bikes where you go reverse to stop the oh. thing. Oh, That's how I most just, people learn how to ride a bike, though. It's, give me a give me a handheld brake. A mountain it stresses bike stresses me out. No, we're on a <laughs> beach cruiser, ba. <laughs> um, so bike ride cue, and then they have another conversation where, and I can't remember where it was. It was post post bike ride. They were talking about how. Oh, I'm so Jose was saying I'm so proud of you for doing that. And then Rachel kind of they get back in the serious the money, the stuff. money stuff. So, I mean, she clearly has a lot of insecurities around this issue. And I think she can sense the differences so intensely that she's like. She's almost overcompensating to make sure that he knows when they get back home, like she's not as much of a perfectionist as him and yeah. she cannot, ex he can't expect, she doesn't want in any way to feel like she set himself, set him up to like not know the truth about her. And I totally get it, especially because he's such a bragger about like how many, he asked her if she wanted to know his credit score like four times and she clearly didn't. And then he said it anyway. Yeah. And <laughs> so, no, hey, 50, hey, 50. <laughs> it's like the most obvious example yeah. of you wanting to be asked a, yeah. asked a question. Yeah. But this killed me. So like she brings stuff up again and says like our, basically our conversation the other night is still like unsettling me a little bit because we didn't resolve it. Like I don't fully agree with what you think we should do with the money, even though I'm admitting that I don't fully know what to do with the money. And I think that's fair. Like, she's just expressing, like, I think this is going to be an adjustment. It is for every couple, whatever you end up deciding to do financially. And I think it's cool that she's being honest about it. But she basically gets to what I think has been at the core of her biggest fear. And she's like, so, like, when you were meeting with the experts... Was this something that you asked for, though, this quality that you have? And he's like, what? And she's like, I don't know, like having your shit together. And he said. In so many words, I I, I wanted someone that was on my level. I, f I hate when he says this because uh, it's definitely not the first time he's talked about someone on being level. on his level. Yeah. And, you know, Jose, you're impressive in a lot of ways, but let's not make it out to be like you are the perfect human being. Right. Chill out about, about your level. Yeah. I was just like, Ooh, I don't know what he was supposed to say there, but that I was like, and you have not helped her insecurity at all yes. by saying that. And then when you say on my level, you almost imply like a bigger, more philosophical difference you know like I'm almost like a moralizing of the thing and it's like stop she's just not as she's a little more impulsive with, with money than you she's not like it doesn't mean there aren't other areas of like her, her life that are together it's not as though her life is in shambles yeah she's not the homeless <laughs> girl that was on a few years ago oh no. yeah remember? that's right remember by the end we were like she did this whole thing she for housing Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Good callback. Um, but I can't remember her name, so no. it's not that helpful. Okay. I guess the big thing with them that we have to talk about, um, besides like, I mean, there was there was more themes of her bringing up like her discomfort with how doting he is. And you can tell she's trying to figure out. And I think that this is something for that a lot of modern women probably struggle with. What is the, and I think it's a blurry line or it can be the difference between allowing a partner to serve you and dote on you because you fucking deserve it and you rock period. <laughs> and where is that line that crosses over into feeling like, um, and like the importance of being able to accept and receive that, right? Because that also says something about your own self-worth. If you, if, you know, whether or not you think you're deserving of that. And there, I think, is some of that with Rachel because she has led with some of her insecurities from the past. But then there's the other side of the coin, which is like, 
every woman's desire and right to also want to feel like an independent and necessary person to the relationship and not just like a damsel and struggling with when am I, when is the doting becoming like suffocating? When does it feel like he thinks that I am just incapable of doing tasks slash like, what is my role if you won't let me do shit? Like, am I supposed to just sit in a corset on the fucking couch? Like, what is it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And oh, I, definitely. I think that like, that is a, um, I understand the discomfort with that and how there's kind of multiple sides to it. And I, I did think it was cool that the women all talked about that on the boat trip that stayed on the boat. Um, they all talked about how they've all been having to adjust and that some of it is pride, you know? And I think that, when you can acknowledge that, that's also really healthy for the relationship. Um, you want me to tell you where the line is? I'll tell you where the line yeah, is. Yeah. The line is her requesting to open a bottle of wine because she was in the service industry multiple times. Him saying, no, I'm, the, I'm, I'm your man. I'm your man. And yeah. she's like. Let me open the fucking bottle. <laughs> She's like, actually, you're doing it incorrectly. So if you could get uh, that was the, so bad. There's the line. Exactly. If you want your your question answered. Right, Goodness right, right, gracious. right. That was so bad. It was so hard to watch. It was just like, dude, you're trying too hard. Like, geez, calm it's, down. That energy is. That's when it feels like, oh, you need to do all of this for your own ego. And. Never mind that, like, I'm actually more skilled at this thing than you. Or, you know, it makes it feel like for you to feel like a man, you need to be above me in all these things. Yeah. Or, like, you need to be in charge of everything. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, I have actually been brushing my own teeth for the last <laughs> 34 years of my life. Right. I do not need you to brush them for me. Right. So... Then now we need to address the last thing. So obviously we had a couple group events this week and I think that we'll kind of like bop through the main things as we go through the couples. And then if we miss anything major, we'll talk about it after. But the, one of the big conversations that of course always has to be asked by a guy is about intimacy. Johnny wants to know who's had sex. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny was like Mr... He was like Andy Cohen of this dinner, just asking questions and moderating between all these but people. But he wanted to get a get. He it's it's just funny to me when the guys want to talk about that because I'm like I always feel like they have an ulterior motive. Like, can we all talk about this in front of the girl that isn't sleeping with me yet, so that she finds out that it's actually okay to be sleeping with me? Facts. Facts. And then, much to his chagrin, no one's having sex. So, <laughs> fail. Um, but anyway, so he asked that question. Everybody, of course, assumes that Jose and Rachel are certainly having sex because they are all over each other all the time. And in public, they're hanging on each other, kissing a lot, blah, blah, blah. If, if Jose could feed Rachel like a mama bird to... Oh. They're birdlings. Just even a chip. Chicks. He would that that would have definitely <laughs> he would happened already. By dip now. a chip in salsa, put it in his mouth, and feed it to her from his mouth, and do that for like an hour, Ugh. just chip by chip. Yeah, he, he would love it. Too. Just mix up He'd a <laughs> mix up some guac an in his cheeks Ew! and scoop it out. I'm telling you though. Yeah, he's really. Ooh. Gosh, here we thought Johnny was gonna be the stage five clinger. And it's actually Jose. So I'm happy these honeymoons are coming to an end because I can't see any more of them. Me, 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 kiss attacks. <laughs> the memes. That's what they're going to be beach. called. I'm memes so tired beach. of the memes from Jose. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. So let's get to the crux Sorry. of the thing. So the point is that it ends up coming out that they are not having sex. And, um, it ends up coming out, too, that this is, like, one of the, the few things that they have not spoken about. Yes. So then I think it's the same, like, post-hang when they're, like, in the little, the wine time. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So when they're debriefing a few things, she's like, okay, so I do want to bring up physical intimacy. Um, It kind of feels like that's the elephant in our relationship. She asks him, you know, what... 
I don't know how important this is to you. I'm, you know, I'm kind of concerned about it. And he goes, it's very, 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 very important to me. And she says, okay, me too. That's good. And then basically you start the conversation trying to figure out who's the one who doesn't want to get physical. And about halfway in, because everyone is staying really roundabout and broad and still beating around the friggin' bushes, finally you figure out, oh, it's it's the classic trope, sorry, trope. of the male who is overcompensating publicly with lots of affection, but behind closed doors appears to be completely uninterested in sex. Yes. And he rattled off a bunch of like frantic excuses that included his his checklist. Um like I've got to have so many things figured out but then on my checklist. Yeah, he was, needs blah, blah, blah. all of his boxes checked off before intimacy can even be broached. <sighs> I don't know. Where do I we don't go know. with this? I, don't I know. think um, that this Well, is... here's what we'll say. There are a lot of rumors out there, a lot of thoughts on the internet of people's perception about Jose and is that, it... and that's just where they're okay. going to stay. Well, yeah, because we don't want to like speculate something so personal into the world at this point. However, it does appear that is, there is some serious overcompensation for uh, an idea of masculinity that is happening in public and on camera. And this is one of our first signs that things behind closed doors might not actually be reflecting what he's presenting in public. And that's always a big red flag. Like, no one cares whatever you are, Jose. But... That's a great way of putting it. I am a little concerned. This feels like a big red flag because we've got a misalignment of what we're presenting to what maybe is actually real. And I think that this is going to be a thing in a way that, like, I just, I didn't see this coming. But I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, oh. Is this going to be one of those couples where, like, in six weeks, like, She's like lamenting, like we still haven't gone there. Well, yeah, I mean, she said it would be an issue if they're down the line. Like, I, I can't remember. What, no I mean, she said a couple intimacy. months, but I would think that before decision day, if that's not happening, yeah, then definitely, it's not gonna be looking good. Yeah. Um, I'm so curious to see how this plays out, but yeah. I'm I'm worried now. It's yes. so crazy because they've been the ones that like have absolutely seemed like they've gotten the most out of this honeymoon. They're having a ball together and he is all over her. Yeah. But hearing that was like, oh, oh, yeah. we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. He may very well just need to feel really secured in the marriage and really figure out how their day-to-day lives are going to be and what their hiccups are going to be and kind of make headway with those before, like, that might be absolutely the case before you can get into it. But don't you think if they were doing other things even, like pre penetrage that we would have gotten like a giggle or a joke or something around that. Like it almost makes me feel like they're literally not doing anything but kissing, which yeah. is which is a very big surprise. If there's no jobs, jobs being exchanged. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That's the first time. And of course, this is because Zach and Michaela were not present, but where every single couple at the table at the honeymoon still had not had sex. You know, yeah, that was interesting. it was hilarious to hear them go around and say, make predictions on who would be the first. Yeah. And Ryan actually nails it. Yeah. Little, little do they know that Zach and Michaela have already consummated De yeah. La marriage. Yeah. And he's like, I think it's the guy up there with COVID. <laughs> and he was dead on right. Yeah. Oh, my God. How funny. OK, well, speaking of Ryan, let's get into Brett and Ryan. Um. I got really worried when we got presented with another one of 
Brett's self-proclaimed irrational fears of the water and things in the water, I was like, oh no, are we going to have to watch like a panic attack on camera? But again, with being impressed, like she showed the fuck up. She really like was open to receiving his reassurance. I can relate to some of her like um, I'm nowhere near her with anxiety about stuff, but with certain things, you know how I get with like heights or like when you start like climbing rocks or yeah. Ugh. Um, but I'm like, if my the more reassurance my partner can give me, like I'm open to being reassured. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm like, I would love it, and you can tell that she's like, I don't know. I just think it's cool that she allows him. She's like, I'm game, even though I'm scared shitless. And allows him to, like, comfort her and she takes it in. And, like, overall, they had a great time. Uh, I have some issues with this little kayak date. But, okay. Not, 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 not issues, not anything related to Brett. More about Ryan. Okay. Because um, I paid very close attention to some of the stuff he was saying. So there is a manatee sighting. Right. I don't know what the perception out there of ma- of what manatees are in like the on the cuteness scale. I mean, hi, really? Their faces. Okay, they look. Well, their bodies are terrifying. Though. They look like dinosaurs. Like they, it's <laughs> not very. I think no, we were I, all fooled by like the manatee ba- beanie baby in the late nineties. No, I don't. Manatees at SeaWorld. Okay, before I, we knew that SeaWorld was bad. I'm not like anti sea life, but I would feel the no, same. I, I would don't be need terrified to be... to be in a kayak and. With a, a fucking water mammal, pound. like two times the size of my kayak to suddenly be next to me, I would be scared shitless. Yeah, and so this we get this manatee but sighting. But he just sits dead-faced. Well, he's like, she Testing sees her. it, and he goes, look at it, look at it. I want you to look at yeah, it. Yeah. Look no, at it. No, I hate it. Wait, that. can you please look at it? <laughs> and then he says, oh, you were doing so well. And I was like, fuck yeah. off, Ryan. Yeah. She's not, like, this is not even That's true. her thing. I felt like he was testing her too far. I'm like, dude, she's out here with you and she's not crying. You should be like. Exactly. Yeah. Like, totally. And here he is bitching about pelicans and he's, like, scared of pelicans and brings that up, like, multiple <sighs> times in the episode. So, I don't know. That, that that bothered me. I was super. She is the reason this relationship is winning. Yes. It, like, at all. Yeah, she and his body. uh, She's just so like, I just feel like she's very accommodating to him. For sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I wasn't insanely impressed with him. I just had to get that out. That's actually really funny you said that because I was starting to write a note about that. And then I decided to hold off. And then by the end, they were both happy. And I was like, maybe I was being too critical. I won't write it. But the fact that you said it honestly is validating. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, ew, why are you saying like, why are you talking down to her in this moment? And letting her like free flow in the middle. Like, I'd be like, where are you? You should be holding on to my boat. In my hand, yeah. if you know I'm scared. Yeah, I just wasn't impressed with him, but I no. was very impressed with her. Yes, my thoughts exactly. Um, okay, so we've got them at the dinner. Um, obviously, wait, did Johnny ask the politics question too? Or was that Gil? I think Gil brought, no, Gil brought that up. Okay. Gil okay. brought it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, and I immediately was like, oh, shit, politics is going to be an issue here because you can tell that she she's been getting the vibe that their politics are different and it's stressing her out because it normally would be a reason that she would maybe write someone off after a couple dates once she found out how different they were. Um, Well, he's indicating what his politics are essentially right, right. because well but then yeah. i thought he said something interesting that i like he just nodded a lot when gill was talking mm-hmm. which tells me like okay he's trying to say see me too i just voted for trump because um it it affects my oil industry yeah and that's their whole thing that like it's not personal it doesn't mean we like the person it's just this one policy that changes the way my work goes um, and they're both very clear about it being both Gil and Ryan are very clear about it being a non-issue. Oh, it's just a non-issue. Well, because then Ryan goes, 
if they care that much about one way or another, they're not for me. Yeah. And I'm like, it's easy to be a non-issue when you're only thinking about yourself. Exactly. Which honestly, I've never agreed with Mirla Moore when she. Yes. Me too. That was amazing when she looked at Gil and was like, yeah, well, some of us try and vote for the collective and not just ourselves. (laughs) Anyway, that was interesting. And I thought that that was really shady and weird. Like, again, we've got Ryan Potato Face, who like is barely ever giving us anything. So his kind of default is sort of, it's not resting bitch face, but it's something like that. It's like, it's almost like it's RDF, like resting dead face. You know, resting dead. I like he's that. got constant RDF. And and you're so you're always wondering, like, is he miserable? Is he judging? Is he somewhere else right now? Like, well, it, is he daydreaming? Is yeah. he um, holding everything in because he's not a guy that expresses, but he's feeling something really passionate. So to be sitting next to Brett and not look her in the eye and just speak across the table at large and say they if they care a lot then they are basically not for me and i was like oh okay um what were you going to say no i was just speaking to your dead face i noticed even when they this talk continues on the balcony there last yeah. night and you know, they sit down and they are like toasting or kind of doing a little bit of like a reflection on everything. And Brett is smiling and Ryan just like, he doesn't doesn't smile. Like they were talking about how great the honeymoon was, but his face is like, it gives you, I know, I know. And like, so confusing. And I'm trying to separate it between like, okay, serious talk versus cutesy moment. And There should be some difference. Difference. Yes, I agree. (laughs) You should be giving facial cues to your wife with a with smiling or looking at her. It's uh, yeah. I'm wondering how this is good. It is okay, but something else that I just remembered that needs to be said. So at this at the table, Brett basically admits to everyone that they really haven't had much of the hard conversations yet, and self admittedly is says that she's not very good at asking. She's like, I'm not the best at asking all the right things, and I also feel so far like I'm just focused on moving in the relationship at a pace that I normally would that would be normal in regular life. So for regular life, I feel completely fine about where me and Ryan are at. But essentially her hearing that other people have been talking about politics, child rearing, money. money. She's realizing like, oh, shit, we haven't had a lot of hard conversations yet. So then I just thought it was interesting when they were talking on the balcony about like kind of debriefing everything, um, that convo. And then he's like, they're talking about how they're going to move in together and like, what are you thinking about and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I hope you're telling the truth about the bathrooms. I'm taking your word for it, like that she keeps it clean or something. And then he says something about making the bed. Like, Mm. do you make the bed? And she was like, oh, God, no, I never make the bed. And he's like, "Okay." And she's like, well, you're going to I get up before you. So it doesn't matter. And she said, I will make I can I can make the bed. Like, if that's not what I do. And then. And then he like he starts shaking his head and goes back to his glass and is like, oh, God, why did I ask? And I was like, wait, 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 wait. The making the bed living together conversation in any real way, like in a real logistical kind of conversation is too much for him already. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, this is not good. Like, I... She just, she gives so much and she's so open hearted and she is so willing to work with him at his pace and make him, you know, try and draw things out in like a natural way. But I just foresee this being a huge issue. Out of all of the couples, I feel like we have gotten the least amount of screen time from them. Yeah. Yeah. And so it still is hard to decipher we're getting the the layers of the onion are peeling back but i feel that every week they're always shown the least yeah but part of me feels like it's because of this yeah maybe like 
Brett can't have a personality for two people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the politics thing did come up again. And I mean, it definitely matters to her. And she basically said, like, it didn't always, but now it does. And I foresee this being hard. And also these being conversations that we kind of need to have. And then she admits in the interviews that, like, this has historically been a game changer for her. Um, and yeah, we obviously talked about some of this last season with Eric and Virginia. And mm -hmm. I I did put in all caps, oh no, Houston, we have an Eric. When he said his, um, I mean, if they care that much one way or the other, then they're not for me. I thought of when Eric was like, well, you like to like, you like to think about the hard stuff. And like, I just don't. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm seeing a common theme here. I, this is interesting because there are two of the couples that talked the most about this at dinner mm -hmm. Gil and Mirla and right. Brett and Ryan, and how passionate Mirla was, especially about this being a big deal. I'm kind of surprised you wouldn't make that a non-negotiable thing when talking to the. Yeah. Like if I was going through this process yeah. for me. Yeah. And I think for you too. Yeah. That would be, I, I'd be like, do not give no. me. Yeah. That's my non-negotiable. That's my non-negotiable. Yeah. Like I don't, I can't. For sure. Um, I know. And, but they are very different people. And I'm sort of curious, like even the way. I'm curious if she has an openness to Gil because at the end of the day, he's still black and Latino and he has a specific immigrant experience. And I wonder if there's just, if she just views it like, okay, I'm open to like hearing why. I mean, it's a surprise is all I'm saying because she, even in that moment, like she was in jest, like, calling him out like wait no it actually it really does matter yeah but still didn't seem like beyond horrified by gil himself so i don't know i yeah. just think there's more there and it seems a little different this than conversation was there was a lot i believe that were what was edited out yes especially because we got multiple people saying after wow well things got really heated at that table things were really intense at that table and in my head i'm like uh, but I think that those politics conversations were probably way longer. Like, I think all of that was way longer and that there might have been some arguing. Yeah, I mean, the damn you, Mathis, for not showing us. But at the same time, I'm like, they don't want this to be the central component of their show. And release I the that. tapes. Release the tapes. <laughs> yeah, it was all very vanilla. Yeah. In terms of. You know, names. It felt like starts names were and endings up. of conversations. You could put the pieces together, right, right. but it, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> specific. Tried to keep it unidentifiable. Specific policy and specific politicians. Yeah, everything just stayed very broad. And specific movements were not addressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, speaking of, I don't really have anything else to say about them. By the way, I don't either. Okay. I still don't know what to think. I feel like there's just so much we still have to figure. I mean, I'm getting so nervous for them to go home, by the way. All of them. All of them. I can't wait, but I'm really nervous. Um, let's talk about Bow and Johnny. Johnny, Mr. Uh, group Conversation Facilitator. Uh, well, boy, we were wrong because we thought that after last week's opening up about physical boundaries that we had moved on and turned a leaf, but we are once again in the first minute. It was confirmed that the bundling board is here it to lives. stay. It lives. It still lives after that conversation. After that conversation, and she literally in the selfie footage goes, "We still have the pillow wall because of Johnny." And I'm like, no, no that's not why we have the pillow no, wall. Like he specifically said, I would rather not have it. He wants you to be the pillow wall. He wants you to be the bundling board. He wants to put his bundling board up against your body. <laughs> he wants to bundle your board. He does. <laughs> okay. But only if you showered. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Okay, so this is my big takeaway about Johnny after this episode. Okay. Johnny, bless his heart, such a good golden heart. This man is a catastrophizer of the highest order. He will go to the doomsday in a matter of seconds and be literally questioning his entire life, pondering divorce. Like, I mean, the guy can go from like, I mean, like he says things like when he was talking about um, the next day, right? So he was so disturbed and so like put off by the fact he could not comprehend Bao's emotions around the snoring self-consciousness because he's still just viewing it like that's not a big deal. I'm telling you, I don't think that it's embarrassing. So why should it be embarrassing? But oh my God, you're crying. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And and she's like, I understand it's irrational, but it's based on all of this bullying shit. But so it's like, I do feel like they're misfiring a little bit here. Yeah. I'm personally having a hard, I'm having a hard time tracking a lot of little things in their relationship. Well, because there's these t- minuscule shifts that happen with their moods. But here's the thing. When he, all of a sudden he's in the interview and he's like, the scary thing for me was, are we going to argue about things like this? And I'm like, yes, (laughs) yes, you are, Johnny. Like, are you kidding me? Like you're signing up to tie your life to another mess. Like we are all messy and you're going to like unite with another messy person who is not a clone of you. Like if you don't think that you're going to get in a ton of strange arguments, like, like these are small things, right? Like we can have our opinions about them and like have little judgments, but like, geez, they are doing like the best out of everyone pretty much. And like one thing will happen that will confuse him. And he's like, I just am really terrified for our future. Yeah. And I'm like, Johnny, like, God, you know, and then he freaks her out way more because he gets like he expresses. I mean, she actually really does take his critique in stride in ways that I wouldn't expect her to. Yeah. You know, like she actually always ends up expressing gratitude after because I think she just appreciates someone saying how they feel at all. So she doesn't have to guess. But sometimes I'm just like you don't need to tell her that you're that doomsday after she just expressed a serious insecurity to you. Yeah. You know, they have their talk on the, um, what is that called? Balcon. What's the swingy thing that you lay on? The hammock. Hammock. (laughs) Goodness glacier. Um, they have their talk on the hammock and he's like, I just need to bring this up. And he says, I just don't feel like you're, you're in the present. A lot. And, you know, I'm having fight or flight feelings. And, and then I'm he's like, like, what are you talking and about? And then he says, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, this is when I would maybe get back on a dating app. Yes. And I'm like, fucking Johnny. Like that, you can express your feelings of fear without saying that. Yeah. Sometimes he goes too far and he overshares, in my opinion, in a way that is not productive for them as a couple. Yeah. And like, for me, I'm like, what do you mean Bao's not being, like, obviously there's other stuff going on behind the scenes because I'm confused on what he's. I think he, it just does not understand. I think the snoring thing really weirded him out and he's getting all myopic about it and choosing to make this big, like the fact that she's shyer, the fact that she's being funny about the pillow in between them and the snoring that she's clearly very embarrassed by. He's like taking this and like defining her by it. Like he's like, you know, I mean, if she's this self-conscious and this blah, 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 if she's this insecure, I mean, I just want to be in the moment. I I don't want to be with someone that's like overthinking these silly things. It's just like, I hear you, but like, again, catastrophizing like catastrophizing yeah in a huge way Pump like breaks like take mental notes like rachel yeah this is when we take mental notes absolutely we i mean and i even think it would have been fine for him to say like i'm not gonna lie felt the fight or flight feelings when we were bumping into something that i didn't understand you with and that's something that i'm working on in myself um 
because when there's disagreement or conflict, I tend to want to run, but I'm not going to do that with you because I really like you. And I take this serious, like there was a way if he needed to get something off of his chest that he could have expressed a feeling without being like, this is when I normally would ghost you and go on Tinder. Yeah. So, um, parasailing cute. Oh my gosh, their life was like changed. I have always kind of thought that parasailing looked kind of boring. Not gonna lie, never done it. It's it's fun. It looks pretty rad. It's just not. It's it doesn't quite fill the thrill seeker thing once you're up there. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's so relaxed. Yeah. But it's literally amazing. I would love to do that yeah. with you. It's giving me like a soaring over California vibe. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, I guess one other thing I noticed, it seems like, I mean, a little bit of reassurance goes a long way with Johnny. And I think because she is a woman of less words than him, he fills in those gaps with, with his anxiety yeah. and the worst case scenario. Great and analysis. yet when she comes back with any reassurance. So I thought it was actually really interesting and unexpected when, you know, he was kind of trying to hint around the physical intimacy conversation. She basically ends up admitting in the past, I've put physicality first and I have fallen physical first and the emotion stuff comes later. And like, I've been making a really concerted effort to do it differently this time. And let me just reassure you, I'm very attracted to you sexually. And I just take like that part comes easy And I want to work on the emotional part first. And you could tell that went a really long way with him. And I feel like almost once a day since they've started, he's been like a ball of catastrophizing anxiety at some point. And then the second that she like clear, whenever she reminds him she wants to have sex with him, he's like, okay, okay, okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, Yeah. But overall, I mean, They're still working through the hard conversations, which is what sets them apart right now, I think. Like, I thought she was going to be really insecure about those conversations. And she's just like, I like his straightforwardness. I'm like, okay. Um, Are we going to get into the shower discussions? Oh, yeah. Let's get into that. Okay. But we do. I just wanted to say this. My favorite quote from Johnny that I can't see changing is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to hold in my farts? (laughs) Oh, they. they, Because he has all this anxiety about living with her. Yeah, because he hasn't lived with someone for eight years. Yeah. And so and she's a little concerned by that as well. Yeah, as Um, she should be, I think. But yeah. yeah, that was just he was like listing the reasons why he's like nervous to share his face. And he's like. You know, do I have to worry about where to put this or when I come home or do I have to hold in my farts? (laughs) (laughs) We are 12. (laughs) Um, And then he's like, okay, after that, I have to say this in his interview when he's listing the things he's nervous about. Again, this goes with the first thing that I was laughing at him for. My fear is that we'll fight on some of this stuff. Once again, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You will. Like you will. Or you'll at least argue or have to come to a compromise about like some of your anal shit that you have, you know? Yes. So again, I'm just like Johnny for all of the like if that is if you have a fight over like I don't know, the dishes or like whose role it is to do what and that is your sign that like the marriage might not work. Like, babe, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you're in for, like, the longest next 50 years of your life. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, sorry. Let's go back to the shower conversation. I feel like this is the last thing. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how this conversation gets started, but I think Bao says something like... Oh, it's when they're talking about how she's like, I'm pretty sure you're a little more particular than me. Yeah. And, like, I've noticed you take three showers a day. And I'm never going to be that. Yes. And then that, that develops. Um, I can relate to Johnny in that I like showering multiple times a day. Um, and I can relate to Bao in that sometimes I'm just too lazy to take a shower. Yes, this is we get some <laughs> gold mines of quotes here, in my opinion. OK. Um, 
you know, he he says, you know, that's you don't need to shower two times a day or three times a day. He goes, this is my preference. I want you to be clean. <laughs> I wrote that too. No, he and said, I, I would like, love it if you're clean. I would love it if you're clean. And <laughs> and then I don't know, like Bao comes out of like left field with some of the stuff that she says. Like she says, well, she's giving all these like very specific yeah. examples. Yeah. She goes, if I come that home. That you can tell don't even happen that much to me. I honest. know, I know. I'm like, Bao, why are but you making this? She just doesn't want to give in and be like, yes, I'll shower every day for you, my prince. Yeah, but. I, like she goes, if I get home from working out and I'm just so exhausted, can I just sleep on the couch? And like, if I don't want to shower, and I'm like, huh? Like, yeah. What? What? I don't know. Like, I don't. I miss. Am I missing? Well, because he's made it his big thing. Is he wants being a clean dirty in the bed. He wants a clean bed. I get that. But I'm like, and and I totally agree with Johnny. And he goes, he's like, more is it that hard to rinse off? Right. And I'm like, exactly. Is it that hard to rinse off? No, it's true. I don't, oh, man. If it's that big of a deal. And, you know, for him, it's so important to be close. So he's like, wait, you would rather sleep on the couch like a dirty whore or <laughs> uh, than jump in the shower and rinse your body so that you could sleep next to me. So even his solution was like, no, 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 you can stumble into our bed. Disgusting. But then you can just change the sheets the next morning. And she, but I'm with her like, fuck, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not like changing the sheets every other day. Uh, it takes 30 seconds to rinse your body. Off. No, it's it, true. It's and if like... it's that important, I mean, I don't relate to not needing to work to shower after a workout. I don't relate to that. Like, I feel like there's no way. I it's you know it's easier for me to go like an extra day when I'm like deep in work from home life and stuff yeah. and it's like I'm not I'm when I'm very sedentary. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah. Well, and this know. is it's funny. Just... I mean, I died at his reaction when he and I got it on camera and his eyes like bulge, um, and then <laughs> it's just hilarious. Then he goes back into his interview. As I'm finding we have differences, I'm getting very concerned again. <laughs> I'm just like, Johnny! Like, please, like, someone needs to tell him that he didn't agree to marry a Johnny clone. Like, yeah. come yeah. on. And then, he, and then he starts elaborating on that and says he would have, in the past, walked away because of this. Because of the shower difference. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to see I like can't. how this plays out in real life. Is she walking around like the no? Who's the, the Peanuts character? <laughs> Linus. No, Linus has the blankie wigwam. What's the <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no oh, idea. I don't know what his name is. Okay, That's well, no, she's not walking around with flies. <laughs> like a swarm of flies on her. Pig pen. Pig pen. Pig pen. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're going to say. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, so yeah, thesis is Johnny is a doomsday prepper and he needs to pull back a bit with that. And like, I mean, we're definitely in for it with them moving in together. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to witness it, honestly. Before we close... On Bao and Johnny. Mm -hmm. um, what the hell is Johnny doing on a paddleboard? <laughs> what? Okay. Everyone's like, he what? forgot to learn to turn. <laughs> so he just went straight out to the horizon he, and just, never stopped. He's got his sandals on. <laughs> oh, gets well, stuck. Well, first things first, like just even him mounting the thing, he decided he should like mount it when it's not facing out. And his head was going to hit the bow everything, of the, the ship. And so he had to jump over Everything it. was wrong. Everything was wrong. And it was we so funny the way like Bao had just been gushing about how fun it is yeah. to have an adventurous husband and how it inspires her. And then he's like, he's like out in the distance with not a clue in the world. Falling how off. How to turn around. Paddles flapping I'm in like, the air. I'm like, if you drive a car, I, you can like. You know the basics of like uh, what way to go. It was like it's very sending him downhill on skis. Like, <laughs> ah, I guess I'm just going. Yeah. Ends up Poor sitting cross-legged and rowing himself back <laughs> to the boat while the 
dreaded lady who oh the ship captain God. is yelling the at him. The white lady with the dreads. <laughs> like, I can't. I just really can't. Ugh. I guess that's very Florida Keys. I keep forgetting we're not, like, somewhere else. Um, But still. Yeah. Like, she should not. Um, she should cut those things off. Of and very cute that Johnny and his dad talked, and it seems like... Yes! Oh, my God. So important. Things are getting better there. Yeah. That relationship. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Um, okay. Last but not least, Gil and Mir. Whew. We start <sighs> off with the name change conversation. Well, let me just say, right before he brings that up, they're just like, um, they're like, what are they doing? What are they doing? They're bantering. Sorry, ah, I was bantering. looking for the word. They have great banter. They do have some good banter. And it's really confusing for me because, like, the opening shot, like, she was in bed and he was, like, laying next to her. And before Gil decides that now is the moment to bring up the last name thing, which honestly continues to befuddle me. um, Maybe I just made a comment that was, like, (laughs) they do really make each other laugh. And and there is a weird ease to that part of their their relationship that I... I mean, I recognize it because I feel like we have such good banter. And I and I mean, that's just a special thing. And it could just be a friend thing. But a lot of times, like the basis of that is also flirty. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just something to like that is there. And that is what confuses me about them. That's yeah. why it's not well, he's like, dry for me. OK, princess. And she, she laughs and she plays it. with it. Yeah. yeah. And she's fine with that kind of. So, yeah, you're right. There is good, good, good knowledge. But after their cute banter, Gil decides. We get into this. What did you think of this? I just don't think that this is... I don't think that this is the right time for this. Uh, And, like, I don't know. I respect where Gil is coming from to a degree. But in the words of Kanye West, (laughs) we're living in the 21st century. And, like, (laughs) that's just not as... Like, she wants to keep her name. It's a respect. It's a way of honoring and remembering her dad. And I think Gil's just going to have to get over it. I do, too. I just think it's an interesting thing he's chosen to really hone in on. Like, I'm like, you guys still barely know each other. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you haven't even kissed yet. (laughs) Yeah, like, this is very much a conversation that could be, like, evolve over time. And it's so... Because of how personal it is for her, because it's tied to the death of her father, who, let's just remember, was murdered in that insane way. Remember? Yeah. Um, I think, like, because of that, it's even all the more reason to, like, leave this one be, Gil. Like, it's, well, this is not the hill that you die on right now. And you let the relationship develop, let her fall in love with you. Yeah. And then... Uh, address this again. It's interesting to put it in context. You don't divorce someone over this. No. It's interesting to put it in context as well because when you look at it, this the origins of this conversation, t- in TV time, he last brought up this question three weeks ago. But in the context... It's been like three days. But yes, but in the context of the show, this is day five, six, yeah. that he's bringing it up again. And I'm thinking... Gil, you just brought it up right after you guys got married. Now you're on your honeymoon. You haven't even, like... Focus on growing the relationship. Exactly. And getting why to her we, a point where she would even be open. Why do you, do you really think that her mind has changed? Right. I don't know. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, yeah. I understand that it's important to you, and I'm not... Yeah. Like, I respect that, but you're. why are you bringing it up twice in the first week? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is my thing. Yeah, I was like, I'm honestly with Mirla on this one. Um, yeah. Mirla Ugh. to Zach. Oh, oh God. my God. When we're having the yes. group FaceTime and he's like, oh, I'm so bummed I'm not there. And she's like, you're not missing much. <laughs> and I'm like, get wow. over I'm it. I'm like, you're a bitch right now, Mirla. That's um, crazy. And then Gil tries to do something nice for her. And takes her to a beach because she's been bitching about the beach. The gelato. And 
he in he gets her gelato because she made a comment about wanting gelato the day before and then forgets and she's like why is this gelato why what what it's melted what? and i'm like you're still complaining no, and she then, literally <sighs> so, it has to be the guy brings it out it hasn't even been given to them yet oh it's got to be melted by now is it vegan it's very chocolatey too chocolatey like she cannot just like give him something. Yeah. Poor <sighs> guy. I really felt bad for him in that I moment. Know. I know. Me too. Um she kept making comments like divorce check throughout with different things and I'm like eee. Did she say that more than once? She did. She said it at she's... the dinner. Oh, about the politics. politics and then she said it at the or something about when because they were getting into some serious stuff kids kids you know and she brought it up again and yeah it's a little weird i feel like i'm also like all of the couples mm -hmm. right now this seems i'm not seeing compromise at all yeah really with any with either of them i mean gil's more like uh accommodating yeah and but well he has a lot less demands Exactly. So, yeah, he is a little bit more malleable in that way. She is not budging on anything. No. I'm sorry. Unless you have are traumatized by dogs, there's oh. no reason why you why he should need to pay for a dog walker. Yeah, that's ridiculous. While he's at work. I know, but this is what's hard. If you are just fervently not a dog person, yeah. You didn't know you were signing up to also marry a dog. And that's, I don't understand you if you're fervently not a dog person. I might judge you a little bit. Sorry. But I also can't imagine if you've, if this is like something you're passionate about and you've like committed to like, to not getting the dog because you know you don't want the responsibility and then you marry a stranger and oh, he also has a giant dog that like, and I don't know, that's hard. It's, it's more about, I mean, but yeah, you're right. I no, think it's. It, you're right. Really, I don't get it. I'm like, seriously? It's the attitude that she brings yes. when discussing these things. Yeah, for sure. That, that, it's very dismissive and repulsed. Yes, she's repulsed. Now, I have to give her props for doing the chocolate chip cookies kind she, of thing. It's the first nice thing she's done for him since they got married. Kind of think that was a producer push. I don't think that was necessarily an original. Mm. I don't know. That's my cynicism coming out. But... Yes, it's the tone in which she talks about it's, it's this tone of disgust. Everything is yeah. I'm disgusted that you have a dog. It's I, me. It really yeah. also who the hell doesn't have errands? Oh. So they're talking like, about talking? Oh. because Jose, I'm sorry, Jose Gill um He works two twenty four hours. Two twenty four hour shifts. And so you know, she's I like, think what from do you her do? Mind, she's just like, she's a nine to five girl. And I think in her mind, she can't comprehend if there's five days of the week you're not working, what do you do with all that time? And you don't, I think that's a valid thing for anybody to wonder until they have someone in their life. Like we've, we're close to a lot of nurses and our brother-in-law is a firefighter. So like we are familiar with that lifestyle and how you have to work your life around that. Only because we know people in that situation. Yeah. So I kind of get how you'd be like, what are you going to do? No, for I know that. Days? But then he's like, oh, I have errands. I'm right. sure he goes to the gym. He goes grocery shopping. Hangs what out with it, friends. Like, rides his motorcycle. There's things that he cleans does. Cleans his house. Yes. She's but, like, I don't clean. Yeah. And probably. she goes, I don't have errands. Why do you have errands? I don't have errands. And I'm like, what are you, are you living about? on planet Earth? Yeah. Everyone has errands. Yeah. I wouldn't mean like. I don't you have understand. everything delivered to your door. Well, then he was like, "Well, that's most people do the errands that you pay people to do for you." So I'm like, "Oh my god, I wonder if she has a house cleaner, a housekeeper. I mean, she's got to have someone that comes in weekly at least." Yeah. But like, does she do one of those mail out laundry services? Does she order all of her food? Like, maybe she postmates every night or goes out to dinner with her friends yeah. or. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean you don't have errands? Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> uh, I think she was kind of saying, like, I don't have five days full of errands. Like, what yeah. are you doing that whole time? Yeah. 
But she's also, when she comes, she comes to those conversations from that place yeah. that it feels like you're kind of talking down to me and telling me that like I'm weird yeah. or like something I do things weird or different. And then you put people in the defense. It's just a mess. I'm concerned. I'm also concerned, though. I will say my only other qualm with Gil. Seven or eight kids. Yeah, that's I mean, you got to put things into perspective. I didn't here know too. anyone in 2021 wanted seven or eight kids. Well, they're both 35. Right. Like, that's incredibly difficult. What does he want to do? Like, to adopt achieve. a kid every year for the next Oh, yeah, I guess years? he wants to adopt, too. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was... Guys, there's no way they can make it, right? There's just no way. No, I... I when I... I like, categorically. made my power rankings for this week. Okay. I I was, like, their last... And they have 0% chance of, me, <laughs> of, of, of staying married. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else on them? No, just concern. Yeah, just general concern as an umbrella feeling. Couple thoughts I had in general of okay. the episode. Um, I really enjoyed seeing the couples do activities together. Me too. The I forgot boat, how much I like it. Uh, the dinner. I really miss Zach and Michaela, and really wish that they could be part of this. Me too. Um, it was cool to see Zach involved a little bit. Um, never have I ever. How about this? Never have I ever seen this game work out well for any parties involved. <laughs> like that game needs to be canceled. It's, still it's a fun just one, though, it's... for the for our purposes. I have to say I don't believe that those guys have never cheated on anyone. I think there was a lot of omissions about. Things. I think the guys were all lying and girls were not lying. I'm like, really? So almost every girl on this boat has cheated once in their life. And none of you. No, Ryan, it was more about the one night stands. Too. Oh, and that too. Yeah. No, Ryan just blatantly didn't even try to pretend. Like, he was 100% lying for the whole no, he thing. Just except kept getting, for his exploration He stuff. just kept getting beers and just was drinking everything. Because he but he didn't want to, like, draw attention to himself. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I I'm hate, like, we I... have Bao admitting she's had a one night stand <laughs> and like we can't even have Ryan admit that he's cheated on someone. I just am like, no, I know we that we don't the... know that for sure. We know enough about him to know okay. that he has. OK, I'm sorry. Um, Do you want my power ranking? Yeah. OK. Like I just mentioned at my number five spot, Gil and Mirla. 0.0.01% chance that this couple stays together. Yeah. Um, it would be an act of God. Yes. Pastor Cal would have to perform an, perform exorcism. an exorcism in their apartment building for the store. Um, Brett and Ryan come in at number four. Uh, Are you serious? What? How do they get a lower spot than Michaela and Zach right now? Because they're uh, fine, I'll adjust. Michaela and Zach are number no, four. No, you don't have to. No, but I just no, want no this to is good. Yourself. It's good. It makes sense. I can't keep them. My love of them is keeping them in their rankings, and maybe I just needed an outside perspective to really okay hold me accountable. This is on my this is power rankings life. walk. Um, life. Michaela and Zach at four. Okay. Brett and Ryan at three. You did say last week, if you're not moving up, you're moving down. Ah, damn ah, it. You're quote. right. You're right. Okay. Um, okay, wait. So who's three? Brett and Ryan. Okay. It seems like they still have googly eyes for each yeah, other. Yeah, like I still feel like there's a sliver of hope here. I just don't. Like his personality. Yeah. That's it. I just don't like his personality. Yeah. Um, At number two, Rachel and Jose. They're holding on to the two spot. In my eyes, it is only a matter of time before, before they, they start taking a tumble <laughs> in the rankings. And number one, Bow and Johnny. Um, they're definitely going to have some growing pains in moving in together. I just really like how much they communicate with each yeah. other. They're, they've been communicating. Even when it's a little too much, it's better than nothing. Exactly. Um, and I think they they're getting to know each other deeper, faster, even if it's the stuff that you, you know, aren't excited about. Yeah. Um, but we do have to say 
When we watched the preview for next oh week. Oh my God. I'm starting said, to think that no one ends yeah, up together. You were like, no one ends up together after this. And like, that preview does not look promising. There, I mean, there are conversations about dating apps. I'm like, wait, dating apps, leaving? Dating apps. Yeah. That was like, it is there like another girl? Cheating. Michaela's slamming, and slamming Clorox wipes. Slamming Clorox wipes. And toilet paper. And toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot coming. I cannot wait. Ugh. I was shocked that in that whole preview, we didn't see like Gil and Mirla yelling at each other. Can you imagine if they like end well, up shocking us? Not and yelling, out on top? but they have the conversation about the dog, the kissing the dog. And she's like, You kiss your dog? Oh, and he's like, right. You're not kissing me. <laughs> How dare you judge uh, someone for kissing their dog, Mirla? God. This is another fun. These are also like we love honeymoons and then we love And then you get enough honeymoon and you're like, okay, let's go to real life. Let's yeah, do it. Let's exactly. do it. Let's do it. Exactly. And it's so, so fun. I'm very excited for and the yeah. um expert one-on-ones. Yeah. Oh, I love Finally. breaking those down. Finally. Um yeah, we're gonna have some great content on the TikTok and the Insta this week. So follow us at Till Death Do Us Recap to see that. Share the pod with your friends, write a review, and subscribe and all of the beautiful things. And we will talk to you next week. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye.